Welcome in the latest episode of That SEC Podcast brought to you by Twisted Tea and My Bookie. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter. And I'm joined, as always, by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Balls on Twitter. What's up, yo beer-holding Tennessee <laughs> Homer? Hey, buddy, what's going on? Our intros are getting uh, so long, I don't know when to... I'm like, I'm not going to get to pour this beer anytime soon, am I? Yeah, it didn't help. It took me about three times to knock that one out, Shane, but I can see you holding that beer yes, oh, so sir. patiently. So I, I do appreciate it, but... Uh, Hey, let's talk about my bookie, Shane. They're going to be a, a sponsor. They're back with the podcast. They've been with us before. They've updated their sports book, Shane. They've made it convenient for all the listeners yes. out there. You can get immediate payouts. This is illegal now across the country. So you really want to help the podcast out. Well, you know how we love drinking. Thank you, Twisted Tea. You know how we love gambling. Thank you, my bookie. Come join us over at mybookie.ag. And right now, Shane, for all listeners of the show, new users over at mybookie, Shane, they will give you a bonus deposit match of up to 50% all the way up to 1000 bucks if you want to start up a new account. And as little as 45 they will match 50% of your initial deposit over at mybookie. And I'm ready to gamble this season, make these people some money. How about it, Shane? Absolutely. People have been waiting for this moment because they are going to be fading me all year long, and I'm going to make some <laughs> folks rich because of it. So be sure to get on there. What's that promo, to, uh, the promo code again? The promo code, Shane, over at my bookie is that SEC, T H A T S E C, over at my bookie. Come hang out with us and, you know, share your bets with us. I mean, people know, love uh, know how we love to gamble all these games, Shane, and we can't pick a winner to save our lives, but all you got to do is fade <laughs> us and you're a guaranteed millionaire by the end of the year over Ab- at my bookie. You know what? Absolutely, man. I'm looking for some help, man. You know what I'm saying? If you got some parlay <laughs> options out there, if I see yours is hitting and stuff, I'm going to start copying yours. So, hey, I, I think at, at some point we're going to have a little segment on show where we can highlight some of our best gamblers out there. So, hey, it's fun that if you you put a little money on it, you like this. I'll say this, for instance, Mike. Vanderbilt mm-hmm. and yeah. Hawaii. There's a lot of people I don't care. There's a lot of people that didn't plan on watching it, but you put a little money on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you what, it becomes an intriguing game all of a sudden. So be sure to jump on my bookie. Help us out there. Promo code that SEC, and they will give you 50% off. I mean, what other place you go get 50% of your money back putting it in? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely, Shane. So there is a link to that in the show notes, and that'll be there for the rest of the season. But Hey, just staying on that theme, Shane, and I'm glad you went right to Hawaii Vanderbilt. That's We're going to spend a lot of time here talking gambling, Shane, and mm-hmm. week zero, week one lines, courtesy of my bookie, SEC championship odds, as well as national championship odds, Shane, to break down courtesy of my bookie. So let's start with Hawaii at Vanderbilt, of course, that'll be this Saturday, Shane. Mm-hmm. The Commodores favored by 17 and a half points. Beat them by like 60 last year. Uh-huh. 17 and a half feels like a gimme. Over under 55 and a half points. And not to spoil the uh, the pick show coming up here, Shane, but come on. Come on. We ain't picking Hawaii on this damn show, are we? No, not even close, Mike. This is going to be a fun game, and, and it's a different game. If if Vanderbilt-Hawaii last year was the only Vanderbilt game you watched, it mm-hmm, is not mm-hmm. going to be the same football team taking the field. This is going to be a high-flying attack, brother. I Again, Coach Lee's going to mix in that run and everything, but they've got a quarterback and wide receiver core that can match a lot of these teams in the SEC, and they are going to destroy Hawaii. So yes, yeah. I'm not trying to try I'm trying not to give away my picks on Wednesday, but I'm just saying. <laughs> yep. Well, and, and then so we got some week one lines. Shane, we're not going to pick these games right now, but just if anything stands out to you, j- just shout it out at me. But starting with uh again, these are week one lines, so about a week and a half away, we'll have Florida at Utah, Shane. And remember about a week, two weeks ago. Utah favored by nine, mm-hmm. ten points. 
That's already down to five and a half, Shane. Now that, yeah. uh, you know, news of their quarterbacks being kind of a huge question mark, they may be down to their third quarterback. They're all uh, American tight end. I don't think he's going to play. So, hey, momentum for the Gators so that you might want to grab that five and a half while you can. The over-under, 46 and a half for that football game. Ball State at Kentucky, Shane, and Wildcats favored. By 26 and a half points in the Ooh. opener. How about it? With an over under of 48 and a half points. I know you're going to jump on this one, Shane. I, don't, I know it. <laughs> Tennessee, 28 and a half point favorite against Virginia in Nashville. Over under 58 and a half points. Ooh, boy, some points going to be scored in that one. UMass at Auburn, Shane. Auburn, debut Hugh Freeze era. They're expecting some fireworks down there. Tigers favored by 39 and a half points with an over under 53 and a half. So basically, UMass ain't going to score on this match. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? And then how about this? New Mexico at AM. Aggies favored by 38 points at home in the debut of the Bobby Petrino offense. Can't wait for that. 48 and a half point is the over under. South Carolina, North Carolina. This is the big game, Shane. Yep. Prime time. Carolina, Tar Heels. Wrong, wrong Carolina, in my opinion. But the Tar Heels favored by two and a half in this Charlotte kickoff mm-hmm. college game day. Over under 64 points. So that's the highest on the board among all SEC matchups. MTSU at Alabama. Alabama yep. favored 39 and a half points. The over under 54 and a half points. Ooh, the big Sunday one, Shane. LSU, FSU, in Orlando. Them Tigers, Shane. They got the right team here. Favored (laughs) by two and a half. Over under 56 and a half points. And then I'm throwing these guys a bone, Shane, because they're part of the family already. Rice at Texas. Texas favored by 35. Over under 59. Same spread for Butch Jones down there. (laughs) Arkansas State at Oklahoma, Shane. Sooners. Favored by 35 points in the season opener, over under 59 points. Is there any of those at all, Shane, whether it's an over under, whether it's a spread, any that you're really urging the audience to go and and jump at? Well, there's a few. I mean, you you joked earlier, Tennessee. Hopple is going to put the Nico talk away. And and Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that that that's a a bad thing. I just think that they're going to – kick off a Heisman race for 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 Joe here by yeah. putting in a lot of points. That's just in his DNA. He's you gotta remember, man, he was just playing quarterback just the other day and he's just like all of us that listen to this. He he doesn't want a a Kirby smart game. He's gonna want to put a lot of points up. Um the other one that's intriguing to me, Mike, is the North Carolina, South Carolina. Obviously I, I'm not a fan of the of the spread here, but that over under, what was that again? Sixty something? Sixty four. I mean, think about that, guys. 64, if that was a... And North Carolina's got a god-awful defense, too, so just keep yeah. that in mind. Yeah, 32 to 30. I mean, that's a high-scoring college football game with game day involved. So, I don't know. If you think that if you think there's going to be that many points, I I don't know. I'm kind of hesitating mm-hmm. a little bit because, you know, that I think there's going to be a little bit more defense than you think in that game. So, I don't mm-hmm. know. Those are the ones that really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, Texas A&M, what was that, 38? You know, mm-hmm. I mean, could you imagine six touchdowns? Can they win by six touchdowns? <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to find out real quick, brother. We were saying that last year, Shane, and they bar- they won by about six points in the opener. I know. So. <laughs> I know. Sam Houston nightmares. You ever see that one with the Vietnam and the cat? You know, it's like stuff going on in the background. Oh, I, I, I know that's exactly what's going on. If, if they come out and go seven, boy, could you imagine if, if Texas A&M starts out Owens like zero to seven, like they get scored on first. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's going to be like a terrible flashback. I don't think that's going to happen. I get the, get that evil nonsense out of your mind, but uh, <laughs> it does cross my mind a little bit. Yeah. Well, we also got uh, odds shade to win the entire SEC. Again, these are all courtesy of my bookie here, Shane. No surprise, Georgia, heavy heavy favorite to win the SEC minus one fourteen. Everybody else plus. So Alabama, Shane, plus 
285. So it's mm-hmm. basically almost three to one odds for Alabama to uh, to win the SEC. LSU plus 440. So that's you know four and a half to one essentially. Now we take a big jump. It's those three, Shane. Those are the heavy favorites with well favorites. Georgia's the heavy favorite. Alabama and LSU, the picks essentially out of the West. A and M plus fourteen hundred. So fourteen fourteen to one, Shane to yeah. win. Texas A and M. Tennessee fifteen to one. <laughs> but and then here's another big so you can tell by these odds, Shane. I mean there's there's tears here. A and M and Tennessee are in their own tier because the next on the docket, Ole Miss, forty seven to one. Yeah. To win the conference. Auburn, sixty four to one to win the conference. Florida, eighty to one. South Carolina, hundred to one. Arkansas, hundred to one. Kentucky, a hundred to one. Mississippi State, hundred and ten to one. Mizzou, Shane, this is probably where you're putting your money. A hundred and fifty to one. That's that's just totally disrespectful. <laughs> and Vanderbilt, I like what they did with the number here, Shane. Four hundred and twenty to one. Four twenty to one. <laughs> you gotta be four twenty to be betting Vanderbilt to win the SEC. But any of those stand out to uh again, you're not sitting here saying Mizzou's gonna win it or Florida's gonna win it, but you're looking at those odds I just thrown out and said, hmm, maybe I'll throw 50 bucks on this team yeah. and maybe I'll have a huge payday here. Any of those stand out to you? Well, I hate to pick multiple ones, but I'm going to, um, you know, when I'm always looking at these season bets, I like that. I like that 15 area, you know, not, not yeah. just cause Tennessee balls are there. I get it. You're like, come on shade, but Texas A&M's also sitting there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and they got Alabama at home. If they beat LSU or even if they lose to LSU and beat Tennessee, LSU drops to Alabama and someone else. I mean, there's, I think it's going to be that tight of a race in the West. So, you know, it, it, I, that A&M looks intriguing. Um, Past Can that. I make one before you, you, yeah. you take them all off the board here? Yes, sir. I'm af- I'm afraid you're gonna get six or seven. Then I, no, I got two left. more. Two more. I got two more on my on my list. But I just I just got one. Arkansas, a hundred to one with KJ and Rocket, and we're hearing so much great things, Shane, about the defensive line. We always got confidence in the offensive line under Sam Pittman. If the line of scrimmage, Shane, is if it is as good as we're hearing with some of the skill talent they have at Arkansas, again, I'm not predicting Arkansas to win the SEC. We hyped them up too much last year. I think they were so mad at us, they said, please stop talking about us. I mean, (laughs) so many people are like, don't pick us to win a damn game. You're wrong all the time. So I'm not predicting it, but I'm saying a true value bet at 100 to 1, you throw 50 bucks on that, I think there's real value in them Arkansas Razorbacks who – any thoughts on that or any other teams? No, I I I get that. I I'm right. That's what I'm saying. It's like if you're going to mm-hmm. throw fifty bucks on a gamble, throw it on a gamble. You know, and, and that's the, the other two I had. Since you want me to get to it, Missouri, obviously because of <laughs> I'm there, and I've, I've even bought a condo over there that nobody knows yet. But that's, people move south when they get older. I just I moved kind of north northwest i guess but the other one is uh is kentucky because when you look at kentucky the the reason Mm -hmm. i like this one here especially out of the east that's the key here for me sec championship yeah they got to beat georgia now i know you're saying hey alabama's there well they could still lose to alabama they they would have to beat tennessee at that point and they would have to beat Georgia, which I again tall glass water, but crazier things have happened. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, I think Kentucky would be my other my other option here. Yeah, that's right. That was the last one I was going to say too, Shane. With and, and you make a great point. I mean, when people are just like these these odds makers, they say, "Well, God, they got to play at Georgia, they got to play at Alabama." I mean, if Alabama's not on the schedule, Kentucky is probably. 80 to 1, 70 to 1, something like mm-hmm. that. They're kind of middle of the road. But these people don't follow SEC like we do, Shane. And again, I realize Alabama's probably going to beat them, but it's not 
the lock that a lot of people think it will be, particularly if Kentucky's as good as I think they can be with the home field. I meant to mention that earlier, Shane. They've sold out home tickets. We're selling out tickets at, at uh, Mississippi State. That was just announced. I mean, by God, all these great fans are buying all these tickets. Yes. The home field advantage across the SEC is going to be insane this fall. And I think Kentucky's got a real shot. Now, they, I think realistically for Kentucky to win it, Shane, that, that means something horribly went wrong at Georgia. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not picking it, but I'm saying, who knows? That could happen. Uh, winning in Athens, mm, I mean, I just don't see that. But maybe, maybe you lose in Athens, and somehow, some way, Georgia loses two other games, and Kentucky runs the table. Otherwise, I could. That seems almost more realistic to me. Not, not that that's very realistic, but I'm right there with it. Kentucky hyping them up. Kentucky, Arkansas, both at a hundred to one. I love those odds right there. Yeah, I mean, if it were easy, they'd be four to one, three to one. It's right. it's these these are long shots, but they pay they pay if they hit. You know, of course, you may just be burning a fifty dollar bill. You know, that's a good it's a good trip to KFC or something. You know, <laughs> I'm saying. Uh, so I I don't know if you want to waste it, but if you are throwing it out there, the payout's going to be nice. And that's the only reason I was looking at Kentucky is is like I said that Alabama game because that's what people they look at Kentucky and they're like damn that schedule they got Alabama out of the west that's gonna be crazy but if they beat georgia again miracle and they beat tennessee which is possible beat missouri which is possible south carolina which is very possible you know that you're looking at a a, at a run an opportunity to make it to the championship game now they still got to win that one and then the Alabama game may matter, or the LSU, or whoever they're playing. It's, I didn't say it was easy, but, but man, <laughs> just getting to the dance is the hardest part. Yep. All right, how about national championship odds, Shane? Of course, Georgia. They're the runaway favorite, plus yeah. 220. So that's I think that's essentially like two and a half to one. They're the favorite in the, not only the SEC, but the entire country. But what surprised me, Shane, Alabama, not only second – in the SEC, but second in the country, according to my bookie, uh, plus 560. So I, I think that's five, like five and a half to one. Alabama, second best odds to win the national championship. LSU, Shane, 14 to one to win the national championship. I'm throwing these these boys in here. They're SEC to us, Shane. Texas, how about that? Texas next on the list, 22 to one mm. to win the national championship. Tennessee, Shane, twenty-eight to one. Yeah. Now a big jump here. A and M, fifty-two to one. That's one to keep your eye on. Oklahoma, fifty-four to one. Ole Miss, eighty-five to one. Kentucky, one hundred and ten to one. South Carolina, one hundred and twenty to one. Florida, one hundred and forty to one. Auburn, one hundred and fifty to one. Mississippi State, one hundred and seventy to one. Arkansas, come on, 200 to 1. Mizzou, 300 to 1. And Vanderbilt, 750 to 1. Same question. Any team or two that you're thinking, I like my odds here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I mean, we joke about Bama, and even though they're second, I mean, there's always that, there's always that chance. You know what I'm saying? Five to Mm -hmm. one. You, you put a put a hundo on there, you know what I'm saying? They have as good a roster as anybody. They just it's the quarterback. That's the only yeah. thing. And I was talking to a guy today, and, and I was like, it's not the quarterback race, in my opinion, Mike. Is it going to? I, I don't think it's going to derail the season if they make the wrong choice, but it may derail their shot to get into a college football playoff. It may derail mm-hmm. their shot to get to an SEC championship. That's where we're at. A quarterback can get you to those games, and he can lose you to them. That's that's where we're at. But if they hit, man, if Alabama hits, then all of a sudden you're you're sitting there. Maybe you got a thousand dollars on it. You know what I'm saying? Now you got five grand coming to you on Alabama. How many year in the years past? How many times have you had an opportunity to put money on Alabama winning any championship at five to one? Yeah. Well, the one I like, Shane. You're not gonna. You're going to be mad for for me stealing some thunder from you. I know you're a big Tex Ags guy. But yeah. give me them Aggies, Shane, <laughs> 52 to 1. Again, I realize it's a long shot, but yeah. 
aside from Georgia, Bama, and LSU, I think A&M's got the best overall roster of any of the other teams that I that we've referenced. And maybe they got a better roster than LSU. Yeah. You know, so 52 to 1. I I'm throwing a couple bucks on A&M. Why, why not? You know, I I I can get behind that. How many times we if I talked about how good I just told you a minute ago I was on the I yeah. going to an SEC championship. So um I get that 50 to 1. And the thing I like about that one, Mike, is, and I've been on record saying this, I think there's a scenario where a West team loses a game throughout the season, bypasses that SEC championship, and still makes the top four college football playoff. That mm-hmm. could that could happen here. And so AM will say they go on to beat Bama but lose to LSU. LSU wins out, they go to an SEC championship. How are you going to keep a one loss? Tex Ag team out of the the college fo- football playoffs with their only loss being against Bama. So yeah, there there is a real scenario, and that's that's what's intriguing to me about those three teams in the West. It's just it feels like it's going to be one of those years that we're we're making an argument for two teams out of the West to be in the college football playoffs. Extra week of rest. Don't have to face them Bulldogs. Come on, that's the ticket right there. That's working you know? smarter, not harder. You know what I'm saying? That's, <laughs> Jimbo's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. That's what I'm thinking. Well, you know what else is uh, chess, not checkers, Shane? That'd be our friends over at Game Time Sidekicks, buddy. Head on over to Game Time Sidekicks. Get you some official officially licensed NCAA gear, Shane, stainless steel cups, sippy cups, dog bowls, tumblers. They got it all over at Game Time Sidekicks. And don't forget that promo code, Shane, SEC at the checkout. That'll give you 20% off your entire order over at Game Time Sidekicks. We promise you will not be disappointed in the quality of your cup that you get from Game Time Sidekicks. Uh, They've sent us cups two years in a row and it's all we use over here uh, unless i'm too lazy to wash mine out then i might be using a different glass but if i got uh if i as long as i'm not being lazy i'm drinking out of my game time side because don't be lazy yourself help the podcast go to gametimesidekicks.com promo code sec and that's the same promo code chain over at manscaped don't be lazy with your beard either man <laughs> trim it up with the beard hedger pro over at manscaped.com Promo code SEC for 20% off your entire order and free shipping, including international shipping over there. Shane at manscaped.com. I know you can't wait to get your manscaped so you can be all fine for the lady over there. So I'm telling you, I'm going to try it on the head here, you know. (laughs) See, I just may have to use one set of clippers instead of two. That will be awesome. (laughs) Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real Brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it twisted. The podcast is also brought to you by GameTime. Head on over to GameTime.co and use promo code THATSEC for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. GameTime is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. GameTime is the place for the last-minute ticket sales. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Head on over to GameTime.co. Snag tickets without the stress. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code THATSEC for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem THATSEC for 20 bucks off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. All right, buddy. So, hey, on the last episode... 
we talked quarterbacks, and I got a, a nice little list here from a friend of the show, Stephen Lassen, over at Athlon Sports. He's mm-hmm. coming back for this season as well, Shane. I just got that confirmed with Stephen. So he's going to be back on the uh, Tuesday show every Tuesday this season talking SEC football. Cannot wait. The smart cousin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you went there because, you know, I, we respect Stephen Lassen and his knowledge on college football over just about anybody. So, right. uh, you know, he doesn't just throw these lists together. He, he, man, I can't tell you the, the thought that goes into the, the, his predictions and his picks and quarterback lists, Shane. He has ranked all, I think it's 130 starting projected quarterbacks for the upcoming season you ready to break down all sec quarterbacks he's got here i'm absolutely ready mike isn't it nice to pick apart another list that's not yours (laughs) (laughs) exactly exactly so he's got two sec quarterbacks in the top 10 in the country shane no surprise to us kj jefferson leads the way he's got him ranked as the number nine starting quarterback in the entire country. I'd have him a little bit higher, I'm not going to lie, but leading it off with KJ, that's that's the right move, don't you think? Yeah, and, and I know you're doing all the SEC. Can you can you tell me who the top three are? Just curious. Mm, so when he comes yep. on Tuesday, we can bash him. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the entire country. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a little higher on KJ. And, you know, where would you put him uh, for the year? Like I know you did the SEC, but if if you were to put him in the in this list among the yeah. other quarterbacks, I mean I'll be honest with you, Shane. I don't really watch these other guys, so it's kind of hard for me to grade them. Yeah, that's why I rely on people like Stephen. But he's got Caleb Williams from the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. I mean I think that's fair. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you ain't gonna like this, though, brother. Drake May, North Carolina, number two. What the fuck, Steve. Michael Penix from Washington. I think he he led the country last year in passing, for what that's worth. Jordan Travis, Florida State. It's worth nothing. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and I I do apologize, Auburn. Number five, he's got (laughs) Bo Nix from Oregon. So that's uh, that's Stephen's top five in the country right there. Do you think Auburn recognized? Did you see that? I don't know if you if you recognize that, but Jalen Hurts did something, and then Bama sent out a tweet, you know, talking about <laughs> Bama. Do you, does Auburn do that when Bo Nix is successful in the NFL? You think, or do you frown upon that? Surely, you, I mean, what's what's your thought on that? If you see a tweet fired mm-hmm. off, you know, from a from a team that I'm not saying they released him because they didn't, they just right. took away a starting position. I think for Jalen Hurts is a unique guy in a unique position, Shane, because if you remember that, I mean, lost his job in the yeah. national championship. We all, we all remember that. But it was an offseason of speculation, and, you know, many people thought it would be, you know, this heated battle, and, and as soon as a quarterback was named, Jalen Hurts was going to leave. Yeah. And he didn't do it. Yeah. And – they needed him. They needed him in the SEC championship. Remember, Tua got hurt. They would not have won that game without Jalen Hurts. Not only yeah. did he stick around, he didn't pout. He he was a team leader. He won them, you know, a, a huge, huge game. And I believe he won them a playoff game. If I I can't remember the I think did Tua come back? I I know Tua came back, but uh I can't remember exactly the scenario, but just everything I heard behind the scenes, Shane, was just Jalen Hurts was just above and beyond what you'd anticipate from someone that just got upstaged in a national yeah. championship game when he was – I think he was literally undefeated as a starting quarterback for Alabama. Uh, well, no, he lost his freshman year in the national championship game. Right. But, I mean, he was like 30-1 and one as a starting quarterback, got benched. How many 30-1 and one guys would not create a scene? Right and stick around and be a contributor. So, yeah, I'm f- I'm fine with all that. Jalen with Alabama kind of claiming Jalen Hurts, but that that's a unique situation in my mind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know we we're going. I sorry. Sometimes I go down a little rabbit hole, but I just I always thought I always find that kind of amusing because there's some that don't have quite the sentiment sentimental story that Bama right. and Hurts does. You know. Well, hell, he also played there three years. 
He played one year at Oklahoma, and I'll be honest, I didn't watch him at Oklahoma, but Okay. All right, let me let me let me put a little asterisk by this. He goes to the the Bears, and I'm not saying that's where he's gonna go, and mm-hmm. he does some amazing feat. And then all I'm talking about Bo Nix. And mm-hmm. Auburn fires off a tweet about Auburn family <laughs> and, and Bo Nix. Now is that the same or are you like, wait a minute? Now, we're I think Bo would call him up and be like, "Take that shit down." That's what I think. I think Bo Nix would say that. You know, I got you. I got you. All right. So number ten on his on Stevens' list. Back to Stevens' list here, Shane. Jaden Daniels, LSU. Again, I'm I'm probably I already know what you're going to say. Ten's probably a little too low, but number two in the SEC, I can get on board with Jaden Daniels. No, no problem there, right? Yeah, that's kind of the way I'm looking at this list right now. Is number two in the I could I could see that, man. I mean, do you think? And I'm I wish I could ask him. Do you think that that SEC so low because we've we've got a lot of change in the quarterback? I mean, obviously, I think it's a lot not of, only that, but it's eleven new offensive coordinators. I believe is the number. So yeah. You know, we're all high on our teams, but we got to be realistic, too. There's There could be some transition right? that, you know, the beginning of the year and the end of the year, quarterbacks may be playing a lot better by the end of the year. I, I think yeah. that's a fair, fair argument as well. Okay, yeah. All right. Now, Shane, remember I said we're talking Oklahoma and Texas already. We're gearing up. We're welcoming them with open arms. So we're including these quarterbacks too, Shane. And it kind of stunned me that they were this high, but they're they're the next two, Shane. Number 15 quarterback in the country, Dylan Gabriel, Oklahoma, mm. who played, I believe, for Josh Heupel at uh, Central Florida. Mm-hmm. So, hey, we're going to be uh, welcoming Oklahoma and Texas all season long, going to be watching those games. So at least we know they're going to have some – Great quarterbacks here. I'm, I'm ready to to watch Dylan Gabriel, according to Stephen, number 15 quarterback in the country. That's that's a surprise to me. God, I'd love to see them play Georgia this year, man. You know, just so <laughs> yeah. we can kind of have a little pulse of that program coming into the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so looking forward to them this year. Now, this guy we will see, Shane. I mean, God forbid, unless he gets hurt in the opener. Number 16, Quinn Ewers, Texas, playing Alabama week two. So 16 in the country for, for Quinn Ewers, the, the Texas. Where's Arch? Where's Arch? This ain't a real list. I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, like, how many of our listeners think Arch is the quarterback, you know? Because <laughs> yeah, outside of, of, of the Mannings, it's like they don't really – they haven't been followed. To, and and then I can hear the Aggies now. I've been listening to this for six years, and you put this shit on my radio. <laughs> Boys, it's coming. Boys and girls, it's coming. So, yes, uh, they, they got the Ewers hop train going on down there. And, and, and part of the reason why they think – that that Alabama game is going to be a, a ball game. So looking forward to seeing uh, seeing those. You know, got hurt last year. If he stays healthy, I hell, if he stayed healthy last year, they probably would have won. You know, right? Yeah, and and these next three, Shane, I didn't realize it till just now. They're only separated by one spot. So, you know, I'll speak for Stephen here. I mean, he's splitting hairs here, so not a giant difference. But so Ewers was sixteen. Number 17, Will Rogers, Mississippi State, yeah. getting some respect. I'm sure the Bulldog fans think he should be even higher, and that's that's fair given the numbers he's put up. But it's nice to see Will Rogers in the top five, and that's including Texas and Oklahoma. So really, if you don't want to include them top three in the SEC, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, well, I mean, the fact of the matter is statistically he'll be top three in the country when it's all said and done going to be a lot of yards down there in in Mississippi State. Yeah. Number 18, Shane, Devin Leary, Kentucky. So, again, just one spot uh, away from Will Rogers here, but the hype train for Devin Leary and what he can bring to Lexington, man, it's uh, it, it's hitting a new gear as we get close to the season. It's, make, it's picking up. You've been his hot man for so long, you know. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Steve's been hearing all this nonsense coming out of your mouth, and now he's like, well, i got to put him on a list. Mike's not always wrong. <laughs> I probably will be wrong about this one, though. Number 19, Shane, Spencer Rattler, South Carolina. Yeah. So a lot of love for the Gamecock signal caller. We're hearing great things in training camp. 
uh, you know, if they start strong and they're going to have one hell of a year, it's on his. We got comments from Shane Beamer coming up in just a second on Spencer, but thoughts on Spencer Rattler, number nineteen quarterback in the country. Uh, you know, this is this is another one, Mike. That's moved up my list through the off season, but I, I, everything I'm hearing in camp, man, this one may be the one we're sleeping on right here. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Now. I know Steven's sleeping on this guy, according to you. And I spoke to Steven this weekend, and this was the one, Shane. He said, this is the guy I'm least confident on, on where to rank him. He's got no clue what he could do. Number 24, Joe Milton, Tennessee. Thoughts on Joe Milton be 24th quarterback in the, in the country. Not the SEC, obviously, the country. Fair or not? Thoughts on that? Well, I just thought he forgot he was a quarterback there for a second and maybe maybe missed him on the list. Anybody that can throw a football 145 yards needs to be higher on these rankings, Mike. But yeah, I mean, this is this is going to be this is Joe Milton. You're you got either you're in the camp or you're not in the camp. And mm-hmm. and that's why when we talked gambling earlier, that Virginia game so appealing to me, because Hopple wants to put all that to bed. And he does that by showing the nation that he truly is a great quarterback. Now, if we walk out of that game 14, 15, 16 points winning or you know, even closer than that and stupid mistakes, then we can start the well, we we overhyped Joe again, you know. But yeah. until then, the the way he closed out the season, I, I think you you should move him up a little bit higher just based on this offense alone. Yeah. Now one guy that could skyrocket up this list, but I think this is fair, Shane, because we not seen him in any meaningful action number 27 Carson Beck Georgia all the weapons he's got around him that's a big reason why I think he can make a jump up this list particularly if uh, Georgia marches on to the college football playoff like anticipated he's going to get his love but uh, 27 based on again not seeing he seeing him in meaningful action yet I think that's fair what do you think not really. <laughs> I, 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 I put them all in the top five. No, I just this is the thing. Is Beck does do you ever think Beck makes the NFL roster? I do. You know, I mean, I, I think when it's all said and done. What's that? I, I don't even know how you can even make that statement. What What are you basing that on? Oh, just why would he be? He's the starting quarterback at Georgia Bulldogs, man. I just. The times that we have seen him on the field, the spring practice alone shows you that he's not a a one hit wonder. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the same argument you're making with Joe Milton. They've all probably got equal playing time. You know what I'm saying? So, and and now you're starting to say who's got better weapons around them? Does does Tennessee or Georgia? So yeah, I think we get to the end of this thing when you got a guy like Brock Bowers on your team and 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 these receivers that they have down there in Georgia. Th- at the end of the season, as long as 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 Beck just plays the game like he's played to this point, he's going to be a top three quarterback in the SEC. And it's not; it may not be because of him individually. It's mm-hmm. like you know when you did your quarterback ranking, we went to a locker room. We picked a guy to to lead a blank team. You know, it wasn't, but but a lot of these quarterback rankings that we see, and I and I like to ask Steve, is based on statistics we'll see this year, wins and losses. You know how they do, and and you're telling me that the Georgia starting quarterback is 27 just because we didn't name him officially till this week. So I, I don't know. I, I I think a lot of people sleeping on him. Um, I I think when we get to the end of the season, he's going to be one of those guys that's talked about as one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Mm. Well, I mean, you you're talking right. 27. 26 guys are better than Beck. I mean, come on. I just don't know where to rank him. Yeah, I get that. No, I, you know, and I may be way off. He may lose the job week three, and we delete this podcast. So <laughs> there's always that. There's always that possibility. But I just think with all the pieces around him, there's no way you can't be that. You can't be successful. You know what I'm saying? Right. All right. How about uh, 31? Shane Jackson Dart, Ole Miss. Yeah. Again, I'm I'm very high on Jackson Dart this fall. I think Ole Miss is set to explode. So I, I'd have him higher, but. Uh, what's your thoughts, Jackson Dart 31? If he truly has taken that step forward, yeah. Uh, this is a guy that can move up the list probably quicker than anybody because mm-hmm. he, he he offers 
you know, he offers a two-dimensional style offense that a lot of these quarterbacks can't do. Um, and and sometimes games are won with your legs these days. So, yeah, yeah I, I think Jackson's um, – Jackson's, again, he slept on. And, of course, Lane Kiffin ain't helping things coming out here with the quarterback <laughs> competition talk and stuff. But, you know, once he gets out there and he gets the starting job, he'll be behind the Heisman race. Yep, number 32, so just one spot back. Connor Wigman, Texas A&M. Man, all the weaponry he's got. Shit. We keep repeating ourselves, Shane, but, I mean, all these guys could be made. Uh, here's the thing about the SEC, Shane. Uh, so much talent, but a lot of it is inexperienced. And yeah. we all just assume, hey, top recruit, he's got all these guys, they're going to be awesome. But it doesn't always work out that way, you know what? No, and I think that's why there's been hesitancy to name him the starting quarterback down there. If there was no mm-hmm. questions, it, there would be no questions. It would, it it's just news. Not you know, it just feels like it just feels like noise down there. But but again, this this is a a list that he can move up very quickly because, like you said, that room's loaded. A uh, lot of talent around him. Not a lot of pressure either. Um, I, I know Jimbo's got pressure, but Connor shouldn't have it. Um, this this team should go into. If you're looking at the twelve matchups that they have, there's about seven of them they could come fifty percent and should win the game. You know, so I, I right. think I, I think that's where the Aggies are, and and this is a guy at the end of the season we're talking about next year as one of the the best quarterbacks in the SEC. Now, here's an interesting selection, Shane. Number 51, Ty Simpson, Alabama. So I think this is Steven projecting, you know, who will start more games because it certainly looks like Milrow may be the starter. But, again, I don't, I don't know why everyone just assumes that either. But uh, Ty Simpson, 51. If Alabama's got the 51st best quarterback in the country, I think I might be right about them. What, what's your thoughts? <laughs> I, I think he's got him at 51 because we don't know who it is. If if Todd, Todd, I I will say this, brother, let me ask you, and I'm I'm not Mm -hmm. having you speak for, for Steve, but if, if week one, right after spring, Nick Saban came out and said, Ty's our guy, even though practices have been up and down, whatever, but Ty's our guy, would you, would you have him at the 50 spot? No, I don't think so. Yeah. So I I think that's all this is. And I don't blame him because I'm doing the same thing. I mean, I looked at your quarterback rankings last year and half the guys on the list didn't even (laughs) play throughout the season. So (laughs) you just never know. (laughs) Yeah. All right. How about Peyton Thorne, Auburn, 61. Hmm. That's that's an interesting one. I'm a little higher on Thorne. I I think this one is a – Maybe he made this list before it was announced or something like that. But the the fact that Hughes bought in and Auburn's, you know, bought into Thorne being the quarterback and I don't know, just in that Hugh Free system, this is a he's it's got to be. I mean, you're so, sixty. Come on now, I, I think that I'm giving him the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. I'm going to say he made this list the day after or day before <laughs> Hugh told us. I right, let Brady Cook shade sixty six in the country. Defend your man here. I can't, man. I can't. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you, brother, and that's I try to be honest with everybody, but <laughs> it's just Sam Horn. It, it's it's not even his job. And and the fact that we've got that tight of a competition going into week one, no, I'm, I, this isn't gambling. I just wouldn't put any money on him. I, I, I got to see it now. And where I'm at that point. So, yeah, I'm not faulting him for this pick. Now, A.J.'s won 67, so just behind him here at Vanderbilt. We love his potential. Yeah. Fair? God, I'm just bringing – I think they all wrong, you know. Uh, <laughs> why, why do I do that? I don't know. I, I, I love A.J. Swan, and if he could stay healthy, this is a dude that is a lot better than pe- – people don't even know who he is. And, yeah. and and AJ Swan, if if he were in that Alabama room, there's a real shot he'd be the starting quarterback. And, and, and he's he's a good. I mean, he's a hell of a quarterback. He's got a lot of got a, a lot of work. I mean, he's a little raw, and and he and he got banged up last year. But you know, this is a guy I expect to take a big step forward this season. Yeah, here's Saturday night. He's probably him and Hartman from Notre Dame, the best two quarterbacks we'll see week zero. You know what? I hate to do it because. 
I, this is the same guy I got last, Shane. 77 Graham Mertz, Florida. And we'll find out. Week one, Thursday night against Utah, how yeah. accurate that is. But, uh, again, I don't want to say disrespect, but it's just kind of – I guess it is what it is. I mean, Florida's – But we've talked to some Florida guys, you know. They weren't high on them either. And right, we're talking right. about beat writers that see them play every day. So, mm-hmm. now, now, granted, haven't talked to them since, uh, you know, since August, but – you never know. This this kid may have just finally bought in and, and may be the real deal. And uh, I don't know if you've been watching. Have you been watching that Florida documentary at all? Not yet. I, that's on my list, though. Okay. All right. I'm one episode in. It's pretty damn good. I don't like how the first one ends. And if you've watched it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. A documentary shouldn't hurt you this bad, but seeing a lot of Tennessee in this thing, you know, a lot of bad memories are starting to come back up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of quarterbacks, real quick, Shane, to uh, wrap us up here, we got a couple coach comments, one from Shane Beamer. And, uh, hey, some great news here. Beamer met with the media on Tuesday, Shane. He says, Juice Wells, Trey Knox, Nick Harbor, all expected to play in the oh, opener good. against North Carolina. They're not anticipating uh, not having any of those guys. So the more weapons, the better for Spencer Rattler against North Carolina. So they can hit the over, despite Shane doubting the over under <laughs> on that one. But uh, he he was asked several questions about Spencer Rattler, and I thought the best one, his comfort level, where it is this year compared to last year in the offense with his teammates, leadership, all that. Let's kick it over to Shane Beamer. Shane, uh, we've heard from a lot of the players about how good Spencer's been looking in preseason camp. From when he came in last year and prepared for the season to how he's done it this year, what's been the biggest difference? What kind of changes have you seen? Um, I'd say he's a lot more comfortable right now. He knows the people around him better. Um, teammates, I mean, um, understanding at this point last year he had never played a game for South Carolina. He understands what it's like to be in Williams-Brice Stadium and how we do things and, and what the people are like around him. I think his comfort level in the offense, certainly. There's some new stuff, obviously, but there is some carryover uh, from last year as well. But he's just very, very, very uh, comfortable from what I can tell and, and what he's shown. His leadership has certainly grown. I hear him out there. He's more vocal. He's more confident in what he's doing. And then I think that relationship with he and Dow is is fantastic. Um, you know, Spencer and I met on Friday and just kind of talked about where, think, where he is and where we are. And that's one thing that he really, really talked about was just um, his relationship with Coach Loggins and how he's helped him, and, and not just with Spencer, but that entire offense as well, the relationship with him. We could sit here and talk about South Carolina – and we have for months on end. And, and basically what it all comes down to for us, this team is going to go as far as Spencer Rattler can take them. Yep. And if these reports are true and he's killing it, and it, it, it's not one person saying it, it's like a dozen people saying, you know, he is he has unlocked something, he's unleashing it. Uh, I mean, and South Carolina's got a good defensive backfield. So if he's doing well against them, yeah. yeah, I pray for North Carolina's defensive backs. You know what? <laughs> oh, oh, Mac, man, I'll tell you. You better bring in baby aspirins after this one because it's going to be wild. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of points in it. And, and I think Spencer Rattler takes that step forward, and I think he shocks the world. I, I, everybody talks about the fluke. We've all done that, uh, the fluke with Tennessee. Maybe it wasn't a fluke, man. Maybe it was just a light switch that came on. And mm-hmm. uh, I heard you talking earlier. You made some good points about the Clemson game. There was a few hiccups along the way, but – how does he progress? How does he move forward with that? Does he build on his game to take that next step? And, and you know, you're right. There's there's some thin spots on that roster, but it's all going to come down to the arm of Spencer Rattler. Mm-hmm. All right, then final one here, Shane. Lane Kiffin. Oh, Rattle- hey, before, before uh-huh. we leave South Carolina, did you see what they're doing for the Kentucky week? <laughs> they got the 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 guy that made Sandstorm coming in. They're gonna do. They're gonna roll out the red carpet and have a damn concert before they play that game. So it's. I can't wait for that matchup, man. Everybody's gonna have sunglasses on. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say the, the entire student section better have those sunglasses out. Absolutely, you know the town's gonna be going, son. 
All right, final one. And we saved this for last because Lane Kiffin's being coy again here. But he was asked about the scrimmage, how these quarterbacks looking, how any closer to naming a starter. Here's what Lane Kiffin had to say. You guys scrimmaged uh, over the weekend. <clears throat> Just impressions of, of quarterback play in there. And are, do you feel like you're any closer to being able to name a starter? Yeah, I thought quarterback play was really, really strong Saturday. I thought the week before. Um, Defense in general had a really good Saturday. I thought this Saturday the offense did, and passing game and running game, you know, um, much more points, much more yards, higher average per carry. So, um, and I thought the quarterbacks did some really good things, and um, the two older guys both made a significant play they'd want to take back. Um, but uh, saw some really good things, and I think we're in a, a great position of. Multiple guys that could go in the game and help us win. All right, so he's keeping it close to the vest, Shane. I mean, they don't want to give Mercer any tip on who they're yeah. playing. You know what? They don't call him lame Kiffin for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Coach, I, that's, they say Coach is kind of quirky, and, and I'd love right. to sit down and have a, a conversation with him. And you could tell, you know, sometimes he's got a message, sometimes he doesn't, and he absolutely hates these pressers he reminds me of my youngest when we have to go get pictures made family photos you know just like oh you know it's all i could do to keep her you know from yelling and getting her dress dirty and all that stuff that's lane just stomping over there. i can't believe he has to talk to the damn media but but brother this is this is typical kiffin and i have full i, I have full confidence in this uh, he's gonna have the quarterback the best quarterback you know, taking snaps day one. I guarantee you. Yeah. Well, I hope it's Jackson Dart for my sake, Shane, after I rated him number three <laughs> in the SEC. But we'll see. Spencer Sanders can get it done, too, I bet. But, hey, buddy, that's all I got on this episode of the show. You got anything before we hop off the line? No. Uh, again, fun hanging out. Uh, we got football right around the corner. We're going to have our picks coming up. So, if you guys get on that my bookie and you got a bet I need to look at, be sure to tag me so I can so I can steal it and look smart for the show. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we would appreciate that and I appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate all the cousins out there. We'll catch you on the next one. All right, see you guys. Go balls. What place did he have Milton? Get out of here, Steve. Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that SEC podcast. Hail State.